Welcome to Five to Thrive, five strategies to equip and empower educators, parents, and students to thrive. And here are your hosts, Dr. Rhoda and Professor Marty. Welcome back. So today's question is, is it possible to thrive during a pandemic? And you're going to hear an awful lot of really good advice today. But I'll tell you, when I looked at that question, I said to myself, are you kidding me? (laughs) There is so much stuff going on. Like thriving is not even uh, in my vocabulary right now. And, And so Dr. Rhoda, again, really has some great practical action items for all of us to consider. Yeah, I feel I feel similar in all honesty. I was I was asking myself this question, like honestly, asking myself this question and I don't know about you, but I've been struggling. Things have been challenging. You know, I'm tired. <laughs> it has been a long haul with work and stuff going on with that. Um, I oftentimes don't know what I don't know. We're like figuring this out. What's the saying? I'm building the fire truck as I'm putting out the fire, right? We're just figuring out as we go. Um, I've had to let go of an awful lot of my maximizer tendencies uh, with Strengths Finder. Maximizer is one of my top five, and that's if we're going to do it, let's do it really well. And that's been challenging. The things that I usually do to help me renew, to help refresh my spirit and energize me, uh, some of those things I haven't been able to do. I'm a big traveler. You know, I love to travel. I have been, I have been blessed. Thirty countries, forty-eight states. Um, it's it's a renewing thing for me. And my travel has been canceled. So far this year, I have had the following trips canceled. China, Japan, Grenada, Hawaii, New York, Arizona. That's a lot of looking forward to things that are disappointing, you know, that are, that are canceled. Uh, the other thing that I do to kind of renew and re- revive, I think I've referred to it on this show before, I walk my dog every morning. Kipper is my 16-year-old beagle. And her and I walk several miles usually each morning, watch the sun come up. And Kipper is just a few months shy of 17 now. Wow, that is, uh, that's quite a life for, for a dog. Yeah. You know, when you talk about these things, mm-hmm. I wonder to myself, all of this tension that we don't necessarily even perceive, yeah. be it political tension, be it everything seems to change with guidelines, um, it all just makes the air really heavy, right? It, it yeah. does. And and travel, you know, we were yeah. talking about, hey, um, wouldn't it be great to, to see my brother and, and his wife in South Dakota? We've got time to do it now. And then you're like, well, I don't know. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. it's just really so much unknown. So I, yeah. I can relate with you with being tired and just kind of sick of it all at times. Yeah, yeah. Just get very over it, but yet it's not over. So yeah, Kipper's just shy of 17 years old, and she just has decided recently she doesn't like walking anymore. Oh, that's <laughs> a problem. I guess I can't blame her at, what is she, like 120 or something for a dog? But um, you know, that thing that we used to do where we would just go walk and I would sort out things in my mind, that's, that's different now. And so, you know, as I'm just thinking of all these little things that are just different, that impact my daily life, my well-being... The one thing I've noticed that hasn't changed, the one thing that has remained very constant, you know, I get my first cup of coffee in the morning and spend time with God's word. That's the thing that hasn't changed. That's the thing that has stayed so very, very solid. And so as I contemplate that, as I think about that, that's when I started thinking, I can still thrive because I know how this all ends. 
I know that it's going to all be okay. So what can I expect during times of unexpected? I can expect that God will provide. I can expect that his grace is sufficient. You know, we're, we're celebrating Advent right now and preparing our hearts for the coming of the Messiah. Our Savior was born into a pretty turbulent time period as well. I mean, imagine living at a time in history when a jealous king kills the children under the age of two in hopes of eliminating a potential rival. I mean, that's what Jesus was born into, right? And he came to bring us peace and joy. And he's done the really hard work. He's won the victory. So I have to ask myself, do I live like it? Do I live victoriously? Do I live like I'm on the winning side and that the victory has already been won? Do I live like it is finished? You know, followers of Jesus know there's nothing we have to do. It's already been done. And now out of joy, we live a life celebrating and sharing what he's done for us. And so just, I have to remind myself to just hang on that this isn't going to last forever. You know, 1 Corinthians 10 says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted or stressed or tried, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. God is faithful. His promises are kept every time. You know, as I I sit on my balcony of my condo in the early morning uh, during the summertime, I've noticed that the little sparrows in the bushes, they begin singing every single morning about 15 minutes before the sun peaks over the horizon. It is still pitch dark out when they began hustling around and singing their little songs. Hebrews 11 says, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Can I follow the lead of those little trusting birds? Can I start singing while it's still dark outside? Can I trust that God is in charge and he's working things out for my good, even during a pandemic? You know, I mentioned thriving. Can we thrive during a pandemic? I just want to review the characteristics of people who are thriving, of people who are, have a sense of wellness and well-being and know that, you know, this side of heaven life is not going to be perfect. I mean, perfection is an illusion on this earth. Um, it's not going to be perfect here, but what do, what do I have? What can I focus on? And so we notice the common characteristics of people who are thriving, gratitude, contentment, purpose, strong sense of relationships, health, uh, desire to learn, and hope. So can we have those during the pandemic? I'm going to posit that some of those things for me have actually grown during the pandemic. So so as we talk about this, I, I'm just looking at the list mm-hmm. at each one and thinking, I think of gratitude. Mm-hmm. And there is there are so many things to be thankful for. You know, talking to... Um, Talking to my spouse and having devotion, you know, um, she her car was rear-ended, the car was totaled, and so you can you can dwell on that, or you can say, hey, thank you, Lord, that her health, you know, that she 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 didn't suffer any injuries in it, yeah. and you can say, you know, thank you, Lord, that that when we go to the store. We have more than just one option of things. We have a roof over our house. Our kids are still learning. I mean, and the list goes on and on and on if we take the time to step back and really focus on those things. And uh, such a good point. And I've heard more than one person say that one of the big blessings of this time period has been time with family, 
that we've kind of slowed down life a little bit and we're not running to five different meetings five nights a week and five different sports practices and you know we're actually sitting down and having dinner together we're actually going for a walk together you know that's wow talk about something to be grateful for i would say that that is a huge yeah. uh, positive i yeah. mean with our kids with, without all the hustle and bustle and driving back and forth it's been really it is a true blessing to spend time with kids and it's so so interesting to me how how easily we can be distracted and hear, you know, a, a precious miracles in front of us yeah. and we can embrace it. I was talking to a good friend this morning and she was saying that her kids are all teenagers and some of them getting and up to 20, like I think 11 through 20. And one of them's getting ready to graduate college and head out. And, you know, this time period has been having all of our kids home during this time period has really been something. And she was praying about a year ago that God would, you know, they start to get what's the saying? Give them roots and wings, right? You ground them and then you let them go. And she was starting to think, have I done it all? There's more I want to teach them. They're getting ready to go. And uh, then she thought, Lord, if there's a way that I can just over this next couple of years, you know, make some of these things that I believe in so value so very, very much an even deeper lesson for them. Give me the wisdom, give me the ability, give me the option to be able to do that. And she says, and lo and behold, you know, this this time period has happened where she could like water their roots and let them go even deeper as they spent this time together. So what a beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, yeah, so that's gratitude, contentment. You know, have you found some contentment in being home? Um, contentment is not necessarily um, that we don't have things that we still want, but we don't need things. We have everything we need. You know, do we have, you were just mentioning, can I be content that I've got I've got a roof over my head. I've got a, a car to, to go. Uh, I have my health. I have, you know, my loved ones are, are, are okay. My children are still learning. Might not, you know, I don't want to compare it to previous years because we're in different times, but they are still learning. Can I be content with those things and say, you know, God's grace is sufficient. I, I have enough. I am okay. Um, and then that leads to that gratitude as well. A sense of purpose. You know, we work with teachers each day. And I'm just seeing a very strong sense of purpose right now. Uh, teachers are essential workers. I, I am so appreciative with our with our four kids yeah. that they have just outstanding teachers. Uh, I mean, teachers are truly difference makers. Yeah. And how they've navigated and modeled throughout this whole period of time, it, it just really is a reason to thank them and certainly thank the Lord. And one of the things, you know, I mentioned essential workers, and we know our doctors and our nurses and our firemen and our policemen and our teachers and are all essential workers, but how grateful am I for the person that is at the grocery store? And, you know, the person that keeps the gas station running, the person, I mean, I, I'm hoping that during this time period, people, the person that delivers food delivery, right? They're, they have a purpose. They faithfully use their gifts to serve other people. And in doing so, that glorifies God. So that all of us are looking for, what is my purpose and how am I contributing to the betterment of somebody else's life? Uh, relationships, you know, have we developed some new priorities for some of our relationships? I've been having fun connecting with old, old friends that I haven't had time to connect with in a while. And I just get giddy when I think about some of these friends from, from college and former roommates and stuff that I'm connecting with. Oh, it just makes me so happy. And see, I'm on the other end of the spectrum where I don't think I've connected nearly with with friends as I have in the past. Mm -hmm. But the friendships that I have, I've been able to go deeper with yeah. uh, and have more meaningful discussions. And then yeah. you, you, you really start realizing, wow, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, it's Good incredible. Stuff. Either way, right? Just to mm -hmm. people that are important to us in our lives. 
um, that we're connecting and letting them know. Health is both mental, physical, and spiritual health. So during this time period, have you been able to consider some new habits? You know, are you maybe, okay, I'm going to be a little bit more careful about taking my vitamins every day to stay healthy or to drink plenty of water, get plenty of rest, get out and get moving around with my body to stay healthy, to try to build up my immune system as much as possible. Uh, I'm taking care of my mental health. I'm, I'm journaling. I'm my spiritual wealth. I'm health. I'm reading God's word. I'm, you know, um, have you maybe kicked up some of those daily habits uh, during so, this time period? So, so for me, just being very transparent, mm-hmm. I think it has given me a chance to reflect. And certainly, I had devotions before, but I've been able to have more meaningful time mm-hmm. with the Lord. Yeah. And what is so awesome about that is, He He just surprises us. <laughs> he surprises us from a reading that you'll have in the morning to connecting to a reading that's in church on Sunday, and just. It's yeah. just amazing to me if we put forward the time. Uh, the Lord just continues to, to, to bless, bless you when you're in his word. Yeah. I saw a great thing the other day. I thought, boy, that's, that's profound. You can't be upset with God that he's not talking to you if your Bible's closed. Yeah. So true, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, learning is the next one on the list, and we're all learning during this period, right? We've learned more about science and viruses and all of that and health and so many different things, but another friend just recently told me that um, during this time, I've learned the importance of Sabbath, the importance of time to rest. I really am valuing and learning and owning how important that we all just need a break once in a while. So beautiful. And then finally, hope. Um, And hope in this way is not hope like, oh, I hope my insurance rates don't go up. This kind of hope is uh, like you set goals. You, You have plans for the future and you're thinking of tomorrow, and you have a plan for how you're going to get to where you want to get to, and then you know, you just know there are going to be obstacles, it's just not going to go perfectly, and that you're going to have that resilience, and you're going to try and try again and find different routes, kind of like that GPS, just keep rerouting um, until you get there. It's not an option. You will reach your goal. You're just going to keep attempting it in different I, I, ways until you get there. I love the analogy with the GPS when you take the wrong yeah. turn. Yeah. And uh, if I'm there. with my daughter, she's got a British accent now <laughs> speaking out of her phone. But yeah, it, it, yeah. it gets you there. It's just yeah. a different path, right? Yeah. And isn't it very, very good. Absolutely. And I'd just like to close with a thought. Another dear friend, uh, beautiful friend, just reminded me of this passage this week that I'm really anchoring myself to. Out of Deuteronomy 33, verse 27. The eternal God is your refuge. And his everlasting arms are under you. It's a beautiful thought. Our goal in Five to Thrive is to equip and support educators and parents as they help each child develop to his or her full God-given potential. So here are five key takeaways from today's episode on is it possible to thrive during a pandemic? Number one, very, very important, a focus on this statement, God will provide. Have that as your overarching thought process. Number two, uh, Dr. Rhoda talked a, a lot about characteristics of thriving, and I really think it's a good exercise. We think it's a good exercise to review and act on these. So number two, gratitude and contentment. What we challenge you to do is think of one thing that you're thankful for, and then also reflect on your level of contentment. Number three, purpose. Uh, what is your purpose? Uh, you know, Dr. Rhoda, before the episode started, shared her purpose with two words. Try to come up with two words that determine your purpose and stick with it. 
Number four, uh, relationships. Uh, rekindle a relationship or seek out a relationship with, with a friend that you haven't seen for a while and see that that really will play out as a characteristic to help you thrive. And number five, um, hope will lead to goals. So when you think about tomorrow, instead of predicting what's going to change, think of all those positive things that the Lord has in store for you. Thanks for taking the time to learn with us. Let us know how you're doing. If you have questions, challenges, or successes you want to share, please let us know through the comment section of our website. May your week be blessed.